We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If you're going to They're going to get the ball up in time. Clark for the win. Yeah! She does it time and time again. The 40 piece. It's good. Listen, this is what Caitlin Clark does, folks. Logo threes. It's her signature. That is the most Caitlin Clark way to win a game. Yeah, you go. Look at you all just bent off of your football team, and now Caitlin right. Clark comes through hey, and moves hey, you on to basketball hey, season hey. in Iowa, doesn't My, she? I mean, hey, quick. Hey, quick. Football team got bageled. Yeah. The basketball team did their normal stuff. They're the reverse football team yeah. every year. My Iowa Hawkeyes, n- no offense in football, all defense. Basketball, all offense, zero defense. Mm-hmm. It's the exact reverse. The the the, the miseries. Is, and then the, the show came on. Right. Which is Caitlin Clark she and the Iowa is women. So much fun to watch. And then waited till the very last tenth of a second to flip up a logo three, like Steph with a step back. Yeah. And buries the three. They walk out of the building and everybody's happy. You know what? It, like, Thanks I, for playing and bye-bye. I, I'm watching her this morning because obviously I fell asleep last night uh, early. I uh, was, wasn't feeling 100% last night. So I took a, a, a snooze early, missed that, that Caitlin Clark game last night. And I'm watching it this morning and I'm thinking to myself, my God, can she stay in college forever? Because what, what happens with women's basketball, which I think really stinks, is that there's such stars in college, right? We love these gals watching them play in college. And then they go to the the WNBA and it's not like you're going to the NBA. It just hasn't caught on yet to where the NBA is where you can go make all that money. And like Caitlin Clark can make a ton of cash at the university of Iowa, probably more than she's going to make playing in the WNBA. And it's not about a money thing to me. It's just about a, a, um, uh, an awareness for me, I think, because I think Caitlin Clark 
obviously brings awareness to women's college basketball, as does Angel Reese. I mean, like what we saw last year in the in the national championship game was fantastic. You had the two best players in the country battling for a national championship. You go to the WNBA, it's not as relevant. And, and it's not. It's just, it's it's just, just not. not. It's just not. And yeah. so that's why I'm watching it this morning. I'm like, is there a way we could just keep Caitlin Clark well, in Iowa for the next 15 years? Not 15, but she still has it. She has her COVID year if she wants. She does, right. She's got another I mean, year of eligibility. True, she's yeah. a true senior. And, yeah, the – I don't know if belief is the right thing, but the the option is there for yeah. her to just make a boatload of money and stay put. Why, why wouldn't you right so, now? Like if you're if you're Caitlin Clark, there's no reason for you to leave the University of Iowa with NIL right now. Now, if it was five years ago, five minutes ago, really, Josh, and the NIL wasn't in existence, well, then yeah, you go on to the WNBA. But I'm sure the money that she's going to be able to make in Iowa City, just playing basketball in in, in a small town, a small college town, is going to trump anything she can make going to the WNBA. And and she's great for the game. Like Didn't that we, shot we was joke, unbelievable. We used to joke about this on the men's side, right? Right. right, we just, did. Yeah. Just stay and open your insurance practice and correct and, and, uh, and do your thing in Lawrence, and, Kansas, and ca- right? cash in. Yeah, <laughs> she could. She could actually really do that. If she wanted to. Right. She start buying up properties and just put her name on stuff. Hi, I'm you know Caitlin Clark Ford or whatever you know. Yeah. Just do the whole, just do the whole bit and have a very nice life. Have yeah. a great life. Hi, I'm Nick Collison. Visit my farmer's insurance agency in downtown yeah. Lawrence. You yeah. know, like I mean, it would be it would be fantastic. But like, she is a transient type of player. Is that the is, is a transcending type Trans- player? Yeah, yeah. Not transient, but transcending type There's of player. There's a lot like of trans- everybody transient players oh, in yeah, college sports right now. Portal. College. I, I saw a guy from KU yesterday, some offensive lineman, and he's going to enter the portal. And it's like he's been to Arizona. He's played at Utah. He's played at Kansas. I'm like, okay, I'm fine with it. I, I again, I have no I problem with it at all. Last week, remember yeah. there was like a quarterback was on to his seventh school. Seventh school. What, Penix yeah. had been on like six different schools. Yeah, Penix has had the two. injuries though. You know, like four years here and two, two. ACLs yeah. just two. here yeah. and blah blah blah. He's had more ACLs than schools, right. but, but but it's yeah, yeah. Right. And, and I was watching. reading about him yesterday as well. Transcendent. Yes, yeah, yes, she's yes. a transcendent type of player. Like yeah. everybody loves Caitlin Clark. It doesn't matter if you're a college basketball fan or not. She's one of those athletes that if she's on TV, you're probably going to you know tune in. You're probably going to watch that game because she's playing. And I don't know how many athletes. I think Patrick Mahomes obviously is in that category yes. right now. Steph Curry's probably in that category right now. Uh, Shohei Otani, if he's pitching on the mound and it's a national TV game, you're probably going to stop by for a while. Tiger Woods. Watch him. Tiger Woods. He laces was, up. Yeah. Even right now, Tiger. you could say Tiger Woods used to be that guy. He's out there playing with Charlie in a tournament. Father, son type thing. You're watching. You're going, oh, my God, give me Tiger. Like, we want Tiger Woods to go out there and be awesome. And our friend Ben Maller sent me a video from, like, 1923 the other day of a golf tournament. And back in the day, it, was, the, the, was, I, was I there? You were there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have reel to reel on your hip. Yeah. And some old guy, it's champ, black champ. and white, black and white video, right? And it's really fast. So, you know, it's old guy makes a putt and all the people come out of the crowd and dive at the hole and try to grab the ball out of it. Like that was the thing back in the day. Could you imagine golf courses doing that now? Tiger hits a game uh, match winning putt and the crowd goes for the ball and the dives at it. The literally goes wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was last night. Caitlin Clark hits that shot. You run on the court you take the ball like there are just a, there are a few athletes that you're willing to just sit down and watch them play and she is a thousand percent one of them right now and every night she's on the tube you feel like if you're not watching you got FOMO a little bit man you may, you got that fear of missing out and last night you stayed to the end and she shot off the logo and you're like unbelievable it's just unbelievable what she does mm-hmm. I feel like Johnny Gomes it's unbelievable what they did then there's Grambling State. Oh, boy. Good win.
Did you did you you saw the box score open of this? Gem? Of course I do. I have the box score open to this because it's one of the greatest box so, scores of all time. Uh, the Grambling Lady Tigers mm-hmm. uh, beat the College of Biblical Studies. That's right. Never heard of him. One fifty nine to eighteen. It's it's abbreviated as Biblical State, so I'm going to go with Biblical State to get. <laughs> One game over 500 on the season. Congratulations to Grambling. Grambling yeah. got back over 500, mm-hmm. jumping out to a 34 to nothing lead <laughs> on route to a 141 point victory. Right. Holy Struggling. Hell. Yeah, that's the largest in Division One women's basketball history for those scoring at home. 141 points was the win. Uh, the, the biblical state had uh, 18 points in the game. They were eight for 43 shooting. Grambling, on the other hand, was 70 of 119. <laughs> Grambling made more shots than biblical state took. You know what happened? We went out and we missed 50 shots. But <laughs> So how'd you do? You missed 50 shots? Yeah, we won by 141, though. Yeah. Biblical State was one for 13 from the three-point line, one of 14 from the free-throw line, and and 52 total turnovers in the game to five for Grambling. They were out-rebounded 60 to 19. They shot 7% from the free-throw line, and I think my favorite stat is this one, fast break points. 7%? 7%. I mean, yeah, one, it's one, one thing if they're 14. like stealing the ball from you and whatever. But you get to the line and you yeah, can't. You know, they still got to hit your free throws. One man. of fourteen from the line, so it wasn't like they went to the line a lot. But <sighs> I, I think there are a couple of other good ones. Uh, fast break points, sixty-nine for Grambling. Nice, nice. right? Nice. Really nice, nice number. Very well done. Um, and Biblical State had one fast break point. Excuse me. How do you get one fast break point in the game? I guess the. They counted as you're fouled on the break, and I, I guess, and then you, and you, you had the one free throw, yeah, and that was throw, it. Yeah, yeah. That and was the, the one free throw that they actually hit. One for what? One, one for, for seventeen. One for fourteen. Yeah, seven <laughs> percent. Uh, points in the paint. One twenty-two for Grambling. Biblical eight. Largest lead. Grambling one hundred and forty-one. Biblical nothing. Think of it that way. You got eight of eighteen <laughs> points though in the paint. I think you got the ball inside. Yeah, you were doing a good job down there, right? Yikes. I mean, when you break out to a 34-0 run to start the game, it's not going to be your day. No. Now you got to have the that, that, that's got to be the the running clock, right? right. Oh, I mean, like you got to run it quick. You, you, you get to that point in the game, like at halftime, you go, "We're done here." Like, what are we doing? Why are we going back out? I expect out? the College of Biblical Studies to uh, announce today they've decided to stop their season. <laughs> I would think, like, we're not doing this. I mean, if you look at the picture that goes along with the with the uh, the game story. There's literally nobody in the crowd. So you could have canceled the rest of this game and just let everybody go about their day and not have to worry about refunding a couple of bucks for a couple of fans that are out there because this place was empty yesterday. So you're not holding on for the fans. And I'm sure the audience at home was probably not watching this one on the television. So, I mean, that is a that is a d- disastrous Biggest performance. Biggest margin of victory in Division One women's yeah, basketball history. Ever. And this other school is Division Two, something or other. So. College of Biblical Studies is in D1? No, they are. Oh. Nor will they be applying <laughs> applying themselves anytime soon. How could they not be Division One? They I got mean... beat 159 to 18. Mm. College basketball's never been better, Josh. Never better. We have a we had a walk-off <laughs> and a 141-point win. So there's a lot of a lot in between that. And then the other a story of the day yesterday was uh, a 16-year-old Luke Littler. Okay. 
Never heard of him. There we go. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. The the Commodore um, was. He stopped. has become the youngest person to reach the World Darts Championship final, mm-hmm. which you can. I mean, it used to be. I haven't looked at one. That was. I remember when all the uh, we got all the free bets, whatever a year ago. Yeah, year that's before. right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. made one on the World Darts Championship. Oh, you did. Yeah. Because that's when I took Sean O'Sullivan. Remember? Oh, that's like, right. Oh, he played for the Royals. Former yeah. Royal. I used a free bet on that. He was a terrible, terrible odds and uh, didn't come through. But had he come through, I would not be sitting here he today. He was better at darts um, than he was at pitching. But 16-year-old Luke Littler got to the championship. This is a big to-do. This is a big deal. Treble 20 here will leave a fitting finish on double 10. And he finishes it on double 10. Luke Littler by name, but right now, arguably the biggest name in World ah, Darts. There it is. Littler takes the yeah. giant step into the World Championship final, 19 days shy of his 17th birthday. Sound like a party going on there. Oh, oh no yeah, doubt, darts, man. That, yeah, the, 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 the double nickel was packed last night with people watching that event. Were they sitting on the bull watching? They, <laughs> they were all burning darts while he was throwing darts. Everybody standing outside, looking in the window, smoking a cigarette, watching the guy. Uh, apparently so, because this kid don't look 16. No, he does right. not. He's got he a looks, great mullet, though. He looks like he has spent a lot of time in smoky dart pubs yep. in England. No doubt. And he looks at least twice that. He looks like he could have a 16-year-old. Right. When they said not 16, I looked at him, too. I'm like. I saw this thing. Oh, 16-year-old. Click on the video. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, this guy's like 40. <laughs> <laughs> Skin's he, all leathery. He's got a full beard. You remember he's got a beer gut. Yeah. Receding hairline. Receding hairline. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. kind of got he's kind of got the mannerisms of an old man walk up to pull his darts out of the board. Oh I mean, god, yeah. This kid ain't 16. It reminded me of when Kramer took up smoking and and we had invited everybody over to his apartment to smoke because they were kicking smokers out. So everybody was over there smoking cigars and his face turned all weathered and looked like leather. That's this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy's 16 years old, and he looks older than Josh. Yeah, look him up. He's, uh, I don't believe it. No, he's not 16. Daniel Monte would like a word. Yeah, but if this guy wins, you know how much money he stands to? Albert Pujols would like a word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too soon? Because, <laughs> see, they always believed Albert Pujols was older right, than yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you, you know how much money he wins if he a wins kid, this Albert, thing? A kid, Albert, kid. Three point one million. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's a this huge, is, this purse. Is a huge tournament. No, this is huge. Yeah, yeah. that's Pujols money. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be able to reti- retire. Yeah, at the age of seventeen, allegedly. Not have to go into any more smoke-filled pubs yeah, in yeah. London town. Yeah, in which he'll yeah clean out his system. <laughs> just My, watch, just watch the video and tell me that kid's sixteen. So I know I posted it yesterday. I Josh Kugler on, on X, but yeah, this way, he didn't look sixteen. No, he does not. My wife no. said to me last night, she goes, "Who's who's playing? What what games on tonight?" I'm like, "Well, there's really no that many sporting events on tonight, and we just rolled through three of the best: Caitlin Clark, Biblical Studies getting waxed, yeah, yeah. and this sixteen year old throwing darts. You couldn't have asked for a better no, sports glorious, night. Glorious, glorious. Uh, the blame game does not need to go any further than this. Next." Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Pick the music on a way back Wednesday. Yeah. That's how it works still into 2024 at 913-586-7610. Who do we uh, have the first song? What do we start the show with today, BW? We started with a little Cody Johnson to to break out a little Caitlin Clark. That was from Gene and Montgomery. It was Till You Can't. And then this one right here, this lovely ditty. This is from Love Actually. This is Love is All Around from the Trogs, our buddy Terry in Green Bay. He's feeling the Green Bay love. Yeah. Hey, he should be with Jordan up there, man. Love is all around in Green Bay. Love they found their guy, around. at least according to the uh, clown on uh, McAfee show. Guys, can you send me the link about that Bible thumping <laughs> from the six, seven, eight? Good, good, well done by you. Sorry. It was a late, late text, late submission, but good job by you. Yes. Yes, it's available online. Yep. Uh, ESPN's got the story up. Oh, Grambling, God. Yeah. Grambling. <laughs> Against the, the college, of, college of Biblical Studies. You yeah. can find it there. You what can... do you study at that school? Biblicals. Um, well, the good thing is they're in their book. Yeah, they definitely are. <laughs> yeah, they're not in the playbook. They're yeah. in their good book. There is somebody ticked right Someone's now. Some, some rabid Biblical Studies fan is ticked that this team was not in their playbook and they got waxed last night. Yeah, no. How many rabid fans do you think they have? There, that's definitely an extracurricular activity. Yeah, right. that is. That's we, intramurals, we five, brother. We need five for a game today. Who can show up? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's intramurals, brother. Do you think that they have message boards for that school where all their fans are irate this morning? No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's what time will you be at class? Yeah. You're not missing any time over this, right? Right. right. Okay. Get back to school. 
be at peace with the loss. That's right. Know. Peace and love. Peace and love. Uh, I did retweet the uh, that dart kid video too. If you, oh you my god! Uh, you, you, Sixteen, my tail. Right. I told you. <laughs> He's at least twenty-eight. I'm saying he might have a sixteen-year-old. He might. Yeah. He's he looks older than the guy he's playing who's, you know, got his head shaved and he's in his, you know, probably forties. <laughs> yes. Well, he's played a lot of darts in his sixteen years. Yeah, he really smoked has smoked a lot of darts smoked probably a too. Lot too. That's fine. I'm going through the uh, the X um uh thread called message board geniuses right now. I do not see any from the uh, No, the I don't think so. Studies. I don't think that they're on the Message, those messages, but, but I do see a guy named Dope Bro sixty nine on the Michigan State message. Of course, of course, of course. You heard of him. Get a great follow on X if you want. Message board geniuses. Oh my god, it's so good. It's, it's great. It's people complaining about their their Big college college team. team. It's yeah, great. it's really great. Yeah. It's really great. Right. Um, we love to play the blame game, especially mm-hmm. in sports. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I've been at what's. You know what's been the what's been the issue with the with the wide receivers? Mm-hmm. You know, is it the is it the wide receiver coach? Is it the the people who selected the wide receivers? Is it you know who who's to blame? Who's to blame? And and we don't fully know the answer to it, but the buck stops at the top. It really does on offense, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I just I would just like to think that if there were those little small issues that they talked about, mm-hmm. that the buck stops with the head coach. Right. Right. We keep talking about small things that need to be fixed, right? We're, we're through 17 weeks of an 18-week season, Stuff right, Stuff that Josh? needs to be cleaned up. Cleaned right? up, we hear a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, cleaned up. That That's the terminology that's used. It's it's little things. We just need to clean this up. We need to clean that up. That's on the desk of Andy Reid and, and nobody else. I mean, when, when you're the boss of an organization, you're the one ultimately in charge of everything, right? And we have talked for years and given Andy Reid praise as one of the greatest head coaches in the NFL. And there's no denying and that. And he is, right? There's no denying that right now. He may go down as the greatest of all time. There's a good possibility that when it's all said and done, that Andy Reid is looked at as the greatest coach of all time in NFL history. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have faults. We all have faults. Even Josh, every once in a while, has a fault. And I'm, I'm listening to all the noise that's out there and what people are saying about, you know, this team. This team right now is not a bad offensive football team. They're a handful of drops away from being in the running for the number one seed this weekend, right? You got the Detroit game. That had drops. You had the Green Bay game that had drops. You had the Denver game that was an absolute mitigated disaster. Maybe you don't win that one. They didn't show up on Christmas Day. I'm still not sure what that display was. That was giving your fans coal in their stocking on Christmas Day, the way that they showed Cole up against the kind. Raiders. Cole was nice that day compared to what the Chiefs did. But this, this, all this stuff, all this little stuff, if you will, that's 100% on Andy Reid. And People say, oh, Eric Bieniemy's not here. Well, maybe there's something to be said for holding guys accountable because he wasn't afraid to get in guys' faces. Okay, maybe you could say that. But at the end of the day, it's Andy Reid. As the head coach, as the boss, you have to hold your players to higher standards and higher expectations. And all season long, Josh, the one thing that hasn't been cleaned up have been the little things, the penalties, the turnovers, the drops. Those have been consistent all season long. And that's something that I look at Andy Reid and go, why didn't you get that fixed? Why didn't you hold those guys accountable? And and why didn't you make sure that they were doing those little things? Because if they are little things, 
Well, little things equal big things, and you've got to clean up the little things in order to get to that Super Bowl, right? And and I still think there's a good shot that they can get to the Super Bowl yeah, they're, because they're a really good football yeah. team. Yeah. Like, if they clean up the little stuff. But we've been saying clean up the little stuff now for 17 weeks, and eventually Andy Reid has to take over and say, guys, this is what we're going to do, and here are the repercussions. If you false start, you're done for the day. If you drop a pass, you're missing the rest of this game and the next game. If you turn the football over, an unforced error, if you will, you know, w- with a turnover, you're sitting out the rest of the game. We love the fact that Andy Reid's gone back to these guys, and he has for 17 weeks gone back to these guys. But now we're reaching the postseason, and there is no more room for error because the one thing that we've seen from this team this year is that they can't recover from the little mistakes like they were able to recover from the little mistakes in the past. It's a completely different team. And I feel like that message has not been sent to everybody inside that organization. Like, the little things matter this year. Little things in 2021, 22, 2019, little things really didn't matter. We, we talked about it all the time. I'd rather see a third and 15 than a third and two, right? And they would convert. Now you're like, ooh, third and seven. Oh, my God. I don't know if they're going to be able to do this. Yeah, they, so, blank, they blanketed mistakes in the past really, really yeah, well. Yeah, they did a great job. They did a great job. But, right? Right now, I think anyway, if they're not hoisting Lombardi in the middle of February, we're going to look back and we're going to go, damn, those little things got him. You know, Juwan Taylor, false starting, MVS dropping a ball. But again, if MVS drops Tony another pass, sides. yeah, Tony offsides, like all of these little things, that's on the head coach. Ultimately, the head coach is responsible for everything that goes on in the organization, whether it's good or whether it's bad. And Andy Reid has to take the blame for not getting this fixed. And I will say, especially offensively, knowing right. This who Andy Reid is right. and his involvement in that side of the football. Correct. If some of these things were going on defensively, you might have you might you might lay blame elsewhere. Sure. You'd be blaming Spags. He's right? the defensive coordinator. Right. right. But offensively, I just feel like the buck stops there, man. There's right. no you might have others who are doing but ultimately if stuff's not run he, he's he's got to fix it. He's That's the offense. His baby. Right. He's, he's the offense. Yeah, yes. he's the offense. It's not Matt Nagy. It wasn't Eric Bieniemy. It wasn't Doug Peterson before. It wasn't Mike Kafka. It wasn't Alex Smith. It's not Patrick. It's not Mahomes. the green wide receiver coach. No, it's you not know? the new wide receiver coach. Like Andy Reid's the offensive genius, and and this year I think Andy Reid didn't focus on taking care of those little things. And it's come back to bite him in the regular season. Now, clean slate starts in January, right? We got the playoffs here. We're not looking at this L.A. game. That's a meaningless hunk of garbage that you're going to be on the sidelines for. Congratulations. Um, I had a few people ask, do you still have to go? And I said, <laughs> I said yeah, our boss asked him And that. the boss asked me, too. He's like, did they, did they cancel? I'm like, are you kidding, right? He, he actually was yeah, kidding. He was Somebody kidding, else was like, yeah. do you have to go? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you don't get the week off, Josh, I'm to like, rest no, for the playoffs? It's, it's, no, it's still, it's still a game. It's a and preseason I, game. And I did say the pay is the same. So yeah, that's exactly that's right. That's always good, too. It's an exhibition game on on Sunday but these are those little things that if they lose in the playoffs we're going to look back and we're going to go it's a drop it's an offsides it's a false start it's a lining up wrong it's a fumble and I will say this if MVS drops another pass I'm not blaming MVS anymore Patrick has to stop throwing him the football I don't or, care or, how wide open he is Blaine. Yeah, or Blaine yeah yeah <laughs> this weekend Blaine, Blaine yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but stop throwing that man the football God just stop Jay Bakley will join us as we're down to two in college football. And what should the bar be for the three local teams? We get to that next. Festo in the morning brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson joins the show every Monday at 730. 610 Sports Radio. That dude was hot. 
He was high on college football. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. College football with me. They're throwing a charm, talks and ball, the big league. Knows college football better than his own family. College football with Jake Got the chow in, wearing them short, short track style shorts. I heard he almost played football in the brass. He used to call Bobby Bowden and ask for football informational nuggets with barbecue sauce. Jay knows more about high school football than you know about your family. B-Dub. Call Jay Binkley. Call Bink. We have called what says on our our system, Bink Daddy. Bink, Bink Daddy, Daddy joins us this morning. Good morning, Bink Daddy. Good morning, fellas. Are you, uh, Good are you, morning. Are you indeed high on college football? <laughs> Man, what a, what a year. We've got one game left. I mean, you know me, Jay. I was, I was kind of mm-hmm. wavering with college football, and, and this year I got back into it, and it really started because of Deion Sanders, right? He, he got me back into college football, got excited about it. KU doing their now thing. Now he doesn't want your attention, now, by the yeah, way. I know. I saw that. Too much attention now for Colorado. Hang on a second, sir. I mean, <laughs> you guys, you're doing a video you documentary. You a documentary. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, come slow on. Yeah. Come anyway. on. You do radio shows. Your name is Primetime. Like, what are we talking about here, right? And and so, which is just utter nonsense for Dion to say. But he got me back in. KU winning got me back in. You know, and, and here we sit now. And I thought we had an amazing day on what was it Monday of the national championship semifinals that took place. I thought the Michigan Alabama game was great. Obviously the Washington Texas game was fantastic. I I think college football found something and you look at the numbers, man, some of the best television ratings they've ever had by having this, like this was an amazing college football season. Jay, why was this one so much more amazing than what seemingly was in the past? Well, I just think people are, you know, people like any kind of football absorb any kind of football right now. It's so popular right now. And with the NFL, people are looking at college football, thinking about the draft and next year and who you're going to put on your team. It's just popular. I will say this. I mean, the playoffs are really popular and the playoffs are going to be really, really popular once they expand the 12. The bowl season, the bowl season was bad. Like the bowls were bad. Like the Orange Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, those were terrible. But the actual playoffs were probably the Citrus. best they've ever had. What's that? Citrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He a <laughs> <laughs> Terrible bowl game. No, uh, even, but even Binkley's to the point, Bob. This is like Binkley, our big, you know, we know mm-hmm. how much he loves college. He's to the point where the bowls are, are, are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, that's, that's probably taking you a while, Binkley, but 
if it's not the playoff, we just shouldn't be doing it. It just, I mean, I I know that there's money and there's tie-ins and there's, uh, I appreciate the, the history of it all, but you know, sometimes stuff comes to an end and I feel like most of this needs to come to an end. We're getting a 12 team playoff. You know, it needs to, I remember the Orange Bowl used to be a big deal, right? And I understand with opt-outs and everything else, it's not, it's still New Year's six game, but it was treated by Florida State like a Pro Bowl in the past with the NFL. There were so many opt-outs. It was the largest margin of victory in any bowl game. The Orange Bowl should be embarrassed. That was an embarrassment to football, 63-3 to with Florida State and Georgia. Hell, even Georgia played a lot of true freshmen and, and whoever. It didn't matter. Whoever they put out there was going to beat Florida State. But that game was an embarrassment. And they should refund Capital One, you know, to sponsor that bowl. Because even at the end, they didn't have like that. They didn't show any of that celebration down the field or anything because nobody was left for the game. And, you know, Capital One – they got robbed from that game. These fans got robbed from that game because Florida State didn't care. And I get it. They didn't make the playoffs. So, like, everybody's not playing. Everybody's getting ready for the NFL. That's fine. But now you see why the committee got it right with the four teams. That has nothing to do with Florida State not deserving a chance to go. But they picked the right four teams because a backup quarterback can only get you so far. And we've seen so many blowouts in this college football playoffs that we had great games. Uh, they got it right, and they deserve to, to get credit for getting it right. I don't think they give money back. I think they, they give them miles, I think. <laughs> I think yeah. I think that's how that works. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not positive <laughs> on this one. And then also, the, the Pop-Tarts Bowl, they didn't do enough post-game coverage. Like, that should have been <laughs> you know, that yeah. should have been its own exclusive, uh, you know, whatever, the, the mega cast right. for, for the Pop-Tarts post. Right. Absolutely. They blew yeah. It. They blew that one. Yeah, we should have seen. Well, the ratings. Yeah, the ratings were great for the Pop Tarts yeah. Bowl, you know. Yeah. And, and all these other bowl games like the Gronk Bowl, the LA Bowl, and all this, they've shown the post game where there'd be like ten fans there in confetti for six lost teams celebrating them. But yeah, they had to you had to move over to ESPN plus to watch it. And the ratings for that bowl game were one of the best of any of the bowl games was the Pop Tarts Bowl because everybody's curious about the edible mascot, but then they push it over to ESPN plus and nobody gets to enjoy I it. Know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, big, absolutely. Big miss, big, miss. Big, big miss on and that it, one. It does help when you end the bowl season as well with two really good playoff games. Yeah. I mean, they, I they, mean, they were awesome and it's going to set up for, I think a great national championship game on Monday night. I heard the committee is trying to put Alabama in now. Is, is there any truth <laughs> to that? No, I think the committee is going to be fine. It's going to be funny if a Pac-12 team wins it after the Pac-12 team. Well, it's going to be Pac-2 now, but right. you know. But but it's also a it's going to be a, a rematch next year. We're going to see Michigan and Washington play each other in the regular season. How do you like this game? You know, five days out, Jay. What are you looking at in this one? Man, what a fun game for uh, Chiefs fans. That uh, there's, there's about two or three guys from that team that have been mocked in early on to the Kansas City Chiefs. So the wide receiver play is unbelievable. With the quarterback play. Uh, for Washington's unbelievable. It's about Washington's mm-hmm. offense, and it's about that defense in Michigan. That defense in Michigan is so good. It's number one in the country in total defense, number one in scoring defense, but that's a big, big reason why Michigan's there. It's that defense, and it's a high-powered offense of Washington. I think it sets up just a, a great game. Um, it, it's two of the best teams in the country, without doubt. I mean, you look at Washington, a team that beat Oregon twice, and Oregon's a great team, and they beat them uh, twice this year, but Michael Penix, 
Uh, just seeing how good of a quarterback that he is. And, of course, Michigan with J.J. McCarthy uh, in, in the great season he's had as well. The first time I got to watch Penix play was against Oregon when they beat him. And, and I thought to myself at that point in time, boy, this guy's a really good quarterback. Why isn't he getting the love? I think he's the best quarterback in college football right now. He's not going to get drafted as the number one overall pick. The Bears are going to take Caleb Williams, which is another mistake by Chicago. Uh, they're going to take him at number one, and everything else will trickle down from that. I know he's had the, the injuries, but this guy throws dimes. He's electric. He's got a great arm. He's got great accuracy. To me, Jay, he's the best quarterback and in college energy. football. And great, yeah, great energy. Great, great energy. Uh, Jay, to, to me, he's the best quarterback in college football. Your thoughts? I, I, I wouldn't say he's right up there with him. I mean, certainly, I mean, you know, Michael Penix would probably be, yeah, I had him as one of the top quarterbacks all season uh, behind Caleb Williams. And, of course, we put Drake May up there yep. as well. But he just didn't have the season that uh, that Michael Penix did. But, but man, I but certainly he's one of the top three quarterbacks in the country. But those wide receivers, I mean, that trio of wide receivers, it doesn't get any better than that group. And I understand, you know, LSU's got Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. That's the best duo, I think. But as far as three receivers, and Jalen Polk, Jalen McMillan, and then, of course, Romo Dunze. Oh. I mean, he's right up there with, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr., not as good as him, probably not as good as Malik Neighbors. But I'd throw him right up there um, as one of the top receivers in the country. He's fun to watch. He'd do some damage. Yeah, Dunes so you still think Caleb Williams is the number? I think Caleb Williams is going to be a colossal failure in the NFL. The man cried with his mom after But that game. doesn't mean he won't be the number one pick. No, I know, but he's going to be a colossal <laughs> failure. It's the Bears. They're going to screw it up, but they're taking Caleb Williams number one. I mean, that, that, that to me is a major mistake by Chicago. It's a USC quarterback. They don't play well in the NFL. Well, I think he's, he's going to go to the Bears, but I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player in this draft. Yeah, no doubt. And when you think, okay, who, who can I actually... Go. I think he's the 32nd best player in this draft. <laughs> <laughs> you heard the same rumors that we have, right? He's only going to go to Kansas City. I think him and Brock Bowers, that's, that's my two favorites uh, in this draft that I can think, okay, these guys, you think 10-year pro, you think multi-all-pro, you think, uh, you know, at the end, people are debating, and, and you know, in 15 years, or 12 years, people are debating Hall of Famer or not. I think they're that good. All right, Bank. I think now that we're going to go to 12... Uh, that next year it is not out of the question to have aspirations if you're Kansas, Kansas State, and Missouri to think you can get in the playoff. Realistic expectations that you can get yourself in the mix for the 12. I think they should because Kansas, Kansas State, going to be, you know, a couple of the powers in the Big 12. You know, Oklahoma State's going to be there with them, and I think West Virginia is going to be really good in the Big 12. But there's Kansas and Kansas State. Both of them have opportunities. Of course, Missouri keeps getting better and better, and a lot of that team is returning next year. But, yeah, I think all three uh, can hope. The one thing I hope they change in the playoffs is this automatic berth for this non-power, uh, the group of five. Yeah. Because if this was the case, guys, Liberty – we made the playoffs this year, and you saw how them get run like forty-five to six in the Fiesta Bowl. They need to get rid of that and just get the best twelve teams because I, the way they had it this year with the best four, but get rid of that uh, that uh, group of five member because I don't think anybody would want to see a, a, a team like Liberty in the twelve-team playoffs. No, I had no interest in watching them the other day either against Oregon. I'm like, I, I have no interest in watching Liberty. I mean, that Oregon versus Liberty—that's not just that's not an exciting matchup. The thing that's going to be funny though is, <clears throat> excuse me. KU will make the playoff next year and have a home game at Arrowhead. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be. Or Eudora. That would be, yeah, or I mean, Eudora. Who hosts more home playoff games next year, KU at Arrowhead or the Chiefs at Arrowhead? Oh, Your wow, thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. 
Wow, I'd say Chiefs still. Yeah, I'd still think the Chiefs do. But it's a lot of college. Listen, this is the first time ever that KU, K State, and Missouri won a bowl game in the same bowl season. Wow. So there's reason for excitement. Should be. Uh, All three of those programs are going the right direction. All three of them are are fun to watch. And I think college football next year really uh, will be uh, some to watch in this area, something we haven't seen before because I think people are all kind of on board last year. And I can't wait, man. I can't wait for next year's season. All right, Pink. Back to watching Mac football. Thanks, buddy. That's right. Yeah, guys, take care. Jay Bakley. You can catch him on the Character Concerns podcast as well. Each and every week, they uh, break down their uh, picks for the uh, the Chiefs. They're mocking away. Uh, 610sports.com and the uh, Odyssey app. And, of course, we always love talking college ball with Binkley. Yep. Uh, this comes from uh, at Reddit CFB, Reddit College Football, mm-hmm. uh, their X-Feed. This has been advertised as a potentially down year for Alabama. They beat the number one team in the country in the SEC championship and took the new number one team in the country to overtime at the Rose Bowl. And that's a down year, huh? And I thought, Bama are the Chiefs. Chiefs are Bama. That's exactly right. Finkel yeah. is Einhorn. Right. We get to a point where we don't appreciate what we're living in because our expectations are weird. This is Bama's down year. Right. They made the playoff and lost to the team that may win it all. They basically lost in the AFC championship game. Correct. Yeah, and th- that's a successful season if you're Alabama. Again, yeah. in a in a yeah. down year where the NIL is out of whack and everybody's paying players, Alabama is still uh, still up there. Because we're, we're right? treating this as a down, kind of a down Chiefs year. Sure. Yeah, they're going to be the third seed, <laughs> third seed in the playoffs <laughs> in a in a pretty wide open AFC. Right. And and here's the other thing about that too, Josh, is that when you look at the Chiefs right now, they're one of nine teams in the NFL that have double-digit wins going into the last week of the season. It's like 23% of the league has double-digit wins, and the Chiefs are one of them. Like, sometimes we all need to take a step back. And I know, look, Super Bowl is the ultimate goal for this team right now. When you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, ultimately you want to win the Super Bowl every single year. That needs to be the goal, and they will tell you themselves if they don't win the Super Bowl, they look at that as a failed season. But also, we also have to take a step back and realize this string of dominance is continuing. Alabama doesn't win a championship every year. Kansas doesn't win a basketball championship every year. The Yankees haven't won since 09. And now we're sitting here looking at, at, at the Chiefs going, oh, my God, the season was an, an unmitigated disaster when they're the third seed hosting a home playoff game in one of nine teams in the NFL with double-digit wins. Pretty good for a down season. If this is going to be rock bottom for us, guys, I'm here for it. Uh, 2024 still has bad specter takes. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. I would give anything to do a tush push with Blaine Gabbert. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Because the devil is alive, because he's a Messiah, it's another 
You pick the music on the way back Wednesday, 913 586 7610. Include your name so that you may get the credit. Our buddy, Mr. Nooner, hit me up on X. He wanted a little Kirk Franklin and Stomp in honor of Grambling Stomping Biblical Studies. <laughs> That's right. Well done, Mr. Nooner. Well done. Is that Terry Nooner? No. Oh. Mr. Okay. Different guy. Different guy. All yeah. right. Uh, Join us coming up on January 12th. It's a Friday. It's a week from Friday, in fact. Starting at 6 at Cinderblock Brewery, we uh, tap the third annual Playoff Pilsner. Everyone's invited. The entire 610 Sports Radio staff will be on hand. F325 Barbecue will be doing a special tailgate menu. Wings, loaded mac, barbecue sandwiches, and more. Dusty will be broadcasting live starting at 6. Come on out. Always a good time. Look forward to saying hello, uh, Cinderblock Brewery. Third annual playoff Pilsner. We'll tap it on Friday, January the 12th. We'll see you there. You said you look forward to saying hello on January 12th. Do not say Happy New Year. Today is the last day for that. Thank goodness. Happy New Year. It's a little late, frankly, for the Happy New Year's, you know? Why? Just happened a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, that's too long. Uh, Statute of limitations is kind of run out on the New Year. Three days. Plenty. Three days. By the way, everything doesn't have to be happy. Well, why does true. everything have to be happy? So there it is. Larry David on Curb told you today is the last day you can wish Thank somebody goodness. a happy new year. I, yesterday I was annoyed. I know. I, well, I was I like, guess. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. Just say hello. It's fine. Yeah. Just regular hello is fine. I saw um, uh, one of the other guys at the at one of the other stations in the in the break room yesterday. And he goes, hey, happy new year. Uh, it's and, probably the same and, one and, I saw. I saw. Yeah, right? same thing. Yeah. I was kind of uh-huh. like, I was kind of like. Eh. I said, really happy new year? I said, it's, it's that was yesterday, right? And he goes, well, I haven't seen you yet this year. So happy great, new year. I'm like, okay, but there, there is Tuesday, a statute of limitations and I'm good with Larry David on this one. Three days is more than enough. Mm. Three days is plenty. Uh, Zach texts in uh, from the 816 on the J Southline tow service text line. I almost want junkies back. I almost. know. Almost. You know? Yeah. What happened to that pizza guy? Del Giorno? Papa Giorgio. Yeah. Still there. All right. He's still, still around. Junkies. Yeah. yeah. Miss junkies. Yeah. We may be in the new year, but some things never change. Yeah, Spectre has terrible takes still. Mm. I mean, th- th- this take yesterday by Steven Spectre sounded like a Mission Hills resident who didn't get a hoverboard for Christmas. Or Bama fan, maybe. Or maybe a Bama fan. Maybe. So Steven Spectre tweets out 18 hours ago, the Chiefs have a shockingly low number of highlights and memorable moments from the 23 season. To which I quote tweeted and said, It's not over yet. Like the 23 season, if you're a Chiefs fan, begins next week, right? The playoffs are all that matters. The season begins now. And it's true. The season begins now for the Chiefs, right? Obviously not this week with that game against the the Chargers. That doesn't mean anything. But overall, big picture. Well, the offseason begins this week, though, too, in a weird way. Yeah, it really does. Because you evaluate all those players. Right. Haven't gotten the chance, and you'll be like, "See, he could help us next yeah. year." Boy, Why haven't we been throwing better, to this guy all season? Or they got to get yeah. better at whatever. Yeah, yeah people are going to watch this game like it's a preseason <laughs> right. game, right? And delve into who's out there. Right. I could care less right. about this game, or couldn't care less about this game. I care more about the playoff game. I care more about the other games that are going on in the NFL. Quite frankly, on Sunday, Kelsey's not playing. Mahomes isn't going to play. I don't think Legarius Sneed should play. You know, in this game, probably Chris Jones get another game off, give him some rest to get ready for the for the. I'd give Carlos. 
Loftus a break. Now, you can only give so many guys a break because you got to feel the team. Eventually, you got to go out there and play. But I wouldn't play anybody that that you know. in the, Like Pacheco, no chance. Like, I wouldn't even bring Pacheco on this trip, right? It's all right, man. You stay at home. You, it's you, L.A. They are all going. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. they are. I, 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 I get it, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I get it. They're all yeah, going. Yeah. But I would leave a lot of these guys at home and just say the heck with it. Don't even bother because we're not going to put you in the game. And so, I, is he wrong? Have there been a, a shockingly low number? Yeah, I mean, Rashi Rice's play was the longest play of the year, and it took until you know New Year's Eve to get the biggest play of the year. There haven't been a lot of highlights, but the last time I checked, the regular season for the Chiefs really doesn't matter when it comes to how we're going to judge the season. Micro versus macro, right? In micro, week by week, we all live it in the NFL. Seemingly more so, Josh, this week than any year I can ever remember of living week to week and having anxiety and needing to get to the next game and wanting to get to the next game. So, yeah, it's been a very pedestrian season from a highlight standpoint from an offensive side of the ball type thing. I think there's been plenty of highlights on defense. Legereus Sneed is a highlight machine himself. Trent McDuffie's a highlight machine. Justin Reed is a highlight machine. George Karloftis is a highlight machine. I mean, we got a lot of guys doing a lot of good things on that defensive side of the football. But from an offensive standpoint, you're, you're right. There haven't been many big plays. There haven't been many great highlights. But the season's not over yet. It's just beginning. And every which way that we judge the 23-24, if you will, season is going to be based on what this team does in January and into February. And if they lose in the wild card round and flame out and they have drop passes and the same song and dance that we've been seeing all season long, well, then we'll re- react accordingly. But if this team catches lightning in a bottle and plays really good football and it doesn't beats even the have competition, to be lightning in a bottle, Bob. Yeah, I mean, they are the third seed, Josh. Yeah, it you're just right. has yeah. to be clean. Clean. Yes, that's right. Just play clean football. Maybe they should get Mr. Clean to stand on the sidelines to remind them to play clean football. That'd be good. good. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. But yeah, you're right. They just have to play clean football. It's not like they have to go. Like, like they're not overmatched by Patrick or Travis have one of them have that. Is there as as an endorsement? I would think. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, McLean. Let's go. State Farm guys there right next to Mr. Clean. I don't know. Jake from State Farm and Mr. Clean. Sure. I'm saying they don't, they don't have to, you you don't have to squint and go, Oh my gosh, they needed to do magic in order to win a Super Bowl. There's still teams in the playoffs. You're like, Oh my gosh, if the Steelers are going to need to, you know, right. If name another, if the Rams still probably to this point, if the Rams really need to do this, 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 they have a a chance to win a Super Bowl. The chiefs, you can still say, just play clean football and you're going to give yourself a Really good chance. Let me ask you this question, okay? And, Which and is because, easier said than done, apparently, as we've seen all season. Obviously. But. <laughs> but let me ask you this, because you, you, I think, are an expert on this subject. I doubt it. No, I think you are. How is this Chiefs team that we're watching right now any different than the Tampa Bay team that beat us in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago? You wrote that team off in, in November at Thanksgiving time of that year, and they went on and won the Super Bowl, okay? And people go, well, they have Tom Brady. Yeah, we got Patrick Mahomes. We also have Andy Reid on the sidelines. As as much as we talked about in the first segment of the show today, or the second segment, of Andy needing to do better with the little things, I'm still taking Andy Reid in the postseason over any, any one of these coaches 
that is right in there right now. Any one of these coaches, I'm taking Andy Reid. So Andy Reid is greater than Bruce Arians. Obviously, Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, but Patrick Mahomes is pretty damn good. We got Travis Kelsey. We got the tight end. We got a great defense just like Tampa had down there. Tampa went on the road that year. They beat the the Redskins, if I'm not mistaken, in the first round. Then they beat somebody else, and then they beat Green Bay, you know, in in Lambeau. So how is this Chiefs team any different than that Tampa team that nobody gave a a, a shot to win the Super Bowl? Okay, I don't remember specifically, but I do remember good defense, offensive woes. Yes, exactly. That's what it was. Brady's fighting with with, uh, Arians. Arians, yeah. Arians are telling him he's, you know. I mean, he ultimately got Arians fired. <laughs> Maybe so. You know, he ultimately got Bruce I mean, Arians actually, fired. Actually so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's probably that. Right. Like, so, talented enough, certainly good enough defensively. Can you figure things out offensively? And then you got in the playoffs. So I'm like, oh, you got Tom Brady. Right. Uh, well, we're going to the playoffs. So you got Patrick Mahomes. Right. Exactly. Oh, and, we got Bruce Harris. We got Andy Reid. Yeah. Like, you look at the I playoffs. They, they are low-scoring games. They're not blowouts. They're not shootouts. That was You're a not... wild card. Yeah. Right? Right. They were a wild card team. Right. So there is a there is a difference there. Um, but the I Chiefs think, have the advantage I think by that, being yeah, not I know, a wild card I, and, team. But I think, the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs are probably better Yeah. Than, than that team was at that point in time. But... Yeah, I, going on the road, winning this first game at Arrowhead, and then going on the road could be the best thing for this team right now. If there is an end, because they weren't great at I, home this and year, and I don't, you know, I'm not predicting there's going to be an end. But if there's an end to the postseason, I hope the Chiefs get beat. Like you hope it's not self-inflicted. Yes. Yeah, they go to game. You're like that team was just better today, man. Right. Our team played their asses off, but that team was just better. Right. I hope that that's the story and not. Oh, my gosh. God, if MVS would have just caught that ball or Kadarius Tony didn't fumble or whatever the case may be. Yeah, you, I, I'm because with Because I don't think that, yeah. there's just not been that this year. Right. <laughs> right. No, they, all they, year they, long, the only one that I can think of is the Raiders the game. The Raiders game and, on and Christmas Day. And that's because Day. we came out and was like, Yeah, what was that? I mean, we're seriously, what was that game? I left at halftime of that thing. Not left, but I'm watching it on the TV. I'm like, I'm going to go make shrimp. Good call. Better Good call move. Good call. I, I got more out of roasting shrimp on one of those wire racks on a sheet pan for 13 minutes than I did watching that Chiefs game on Christmas Day. That <laughs> thing stunk. So he says Tampa had better skill, guys. Harrison Butker is maybe the greatest kicker I, of all time. Got, We've got a great punter. Are you talking offensive skills? They had, they, they, they had two guys named Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Oh, and Gronk. Well, you got Kelsey and Rice. You got Rice. And Pacheco. Yeah, I mean. And Patrick. And, you know, the, I'm, I'm good with that. The, the Chiefs are on the cusp. And, and it won't they won't get there, obviously, because they're going to rest a lot of guys. But having 2,000-yard receivers and 1,000-yard rusher. Rice is 60 yards away. Pacheco's 60 yards away. And Kelsey's, what, 16 yards away from 1,000 yards. They haven't done that since 2017 from an offensive standpoint. So the offense isn't bad, okay? That's the narrative I think that we're, we're, we're living in right now. Oh, this offense is terrible. No, this offense is not terrible right now. It's made a lot of self-inflicted mistakes, and those are the things that they have to overcome. And if they don't drop the football and they don't tip it to the other team, they're going to be a hard out in the playoffs. That's the goal. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.